The Gucci Girl, Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, principal at Top Sale Strategies, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, an article from Media Post. Thank to Eric Sass for this article on millennial parents turning to the intranet for parenting advice. Can you believe that? Well, he was writing an article on research by CrowdTap that surveyed a thousand millennial parents about their online behaviors. Well, interestingly enough, grandma is still the ultimate source for parenting advice. That's cited by 40% of millennial moms and 37% of millennial dads as their very first choice for advice. But guess what? They actually cited parenting websites as their next favorite place. And this actually outperforms friends. So when it comes to going online, where are they searching? Well, they're going to social media first, and then they go to blogs. So put together, all in all, 20% of millennial moms and 17% of millennial dads are using some form of digital media for their top preference for parental advice. At the same time, believe it or not, they all agree that sometimes that comes with some downfalls that, you know, 20% of millennial moms and dads say that going online can actually distract them from being with their family. It's a source of social pressure and sometimes it's information overload. I think we can all relate to that. Believe it or not, when it comes to platforms, Pinterest is tops with dads and YouTube are tops with moms. I would, for some reason, would have thought that would have been completely opposite. But anyway, very interesting insight that millennials are going online. So grandma, though, you're still number one in the hearts and minds of your grandchildren. Reasonable Luxury Moms is our purse profile today. This is a woman 35 to 45, married with kids under age 12 in the home, making more than 75000 a year. She is employed as a homemaker full-time. That's right. More than a million of these women out there. They struggle with their desire to have luxury items and their role of being a mom. They may spin on themselves, but they come with a lot of guilt and feel very selfish about that. They are looking for luxury when it comes to their family. So household items, cars, vacations, etc. They do shop to escape and retail environments are really important to them. Their role as a mom is their number one job. Uh, Managing money is something that they try to do. So they shop around for different stores at different prices and they do look for special social offers. They're in tune with their friends and family and are motivated by their opinions. They're easily swayed by others and that comes down to sales associates knowledge as well. Sales associates can really impact what they buy. They do shop around for brands. They love their favorite brands and they'll look for those first. So when it comes to brands, What are they shopping for? Clinique, L'Oreal, and MAC. 
Victoria's Secret Chanel are also big for them at retail. They're shopping at J. Crew and Old Navy, I guess, for the value items there. Calvin Klein, Victoria's Secret, as I mentioned earlier. They're driving Volvo, Honda, Audi, and Mercedes-Benz. When it comes to media, Disney.com, Amazon are also big. Parenting magazines and women's magazines like Shape, Real Simple, and Good Housekeeping and Vogue are tops as well. My guest today is a nationally recognized interior designer and branding consultant who knows about all things home. Barb Schmidt is a trend expert as well, and she works with major brands like Sub-Zero, Wolf, Marvin Windows, Kohler, KitchenAid, and Caesar Stone, to name a few, looking to get those brands out front and center with that female homeowner. Her design firm is Studio B Style, and it's known for its sophisticated interiors and fashion editorials. You may have read some of Barb's work in Midwest Home and Spaces Magazine, as well as El Decor Veranda and House Beautiful. She's going to be on the show today to talk about home and shelter trends for 2016, what you can be prepared to see in your own homes and those around you coming up this year so stick around purse strings returns after the break purse strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers whether you are an online business or domain name investor you need access to the best names with over 270 million domains already registered finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Rutan. 
Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Barb Schmidt. She's a nationally recognized interior designer and branding consultant for advertising, manufacturing, and special events. She is a trend expert, a very well-renowned trend expert, and she works with organizations to develop award-winning photography, set design, merchandising from research to resourcing to actual brand development. For more than 20 years, Barb's worked with brands, that many of which you'll find in your own homes, like Sub-Zero, KitchenAid, Marvin Windows and Doors, Kohler, American Standard, Target, and Sherwin-Williams. And you may have read some of her work as well. She's a regular contributor to Midwest Home and Spaces Magazine, as well as Hearst Publication websites such as El Decor, Veranda, House Beautiful, along with Women's Day, Consumer Digest, and many newspapers across the country. I'm really thrilled to have Barb on the show today. And Barb, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Maria. It's great to be here. Well, it's so great to have you here. Not only do I value your professional expertise, but of course, I count you as a friend as well. And we're not going to be talking about friend things today, though. We're going to be talking about the great insights that you have related to home and shelter trends for 2016. And, you know, as a nationally recognized interior designer, you do work with some of the world's biggest home brands. And that means, of course, that you have a front row seat to the latest, greatest home product trends. And I know that you're always keeping your eye open for these things so you can counsel your clients. What are some of those trends that you're kind of keeping your eye on this year? Well, first of all, windows and doors keep getting bigger and bigger. Floor-to-ceiling glass is just a huge trend right now. Black and gold finishes, because of all the industrial types of feeling, industrial chic trends, that's so popular right now. Interestingly enough, appliances are downsizing and upsizing, meaning there are smaller appliances and larger appliances than your standard 24-inch or 30-inch or 36-inch, which is really interesting. So obviously people have smaller spaces and bigger spaces than the average. Also white, white, white. White spaces are huge with touches of black and gold. There's also smart appliances now, which is kind of interesting. So it actually ties in with your iOS device. So you can turn things on and off, much like smart houses. And then artisan pottery. I'm just throwing that in because You cannot turn a page in a magazine or look at a website without artisan pottery. It's everywhere. Mm. You know, that white is so interesting. I I think white kind of makes a cyclical almost entrance into trends. You know, for a while, white kitchens were all the vogue. And then it went to kind of, you know, the dark and rich colors. And then white walls were really big. And then it went to more of darker colors. It's just been kind of interesting to see that. And you talked about kind of the smart home. I know you went to the Kitchen and Bath Industry Show this year and smart everything was kind of, you know, the trend, if you will, that everybody was monitoring at KBiz. What did you see at KBiz that surprised you, if, if anything at all? Because I know you're much more knowledgeable than the average consumer out there. So were you surprised by anything this year? Well, yes, there's always a few just, they just stop you in your tracks kind of surprises. One thing that I saw was Norcraft cabinetry or mid-continent cabinetry. Norcraft is the parent brand. They actually had a mint-colored mudroom area, mint-colored cabinets. And it was so cute and refreshing, completely different than anybody else's cabinetry out there. It was really fun. And then we also saw a pink La Cornue range. 
again, it just stopped you in your tracks. Who's going to buy a pink range? Well, it would be select, but it was just something that you were like, oh, that's so much fun. It's just Mm -hmm. fun. It's that whimsy of the kitchen and the home that sometimes just captures your heart and soul when you're walking around. You're like, oh, that's really fun and refreshing. Yeah, it really does pop off the showroom floor for sure, too. And I think people love color. And it's such a easy way to introduce fun into your environment. And speaking of color, I know you've talked about gold. I know at one time, none of us wanted gold to make a comeback, but it's making a comeback. And back in the 80s and 90s, it was all the rage. So where are you seeing hints of gold coming back into the home? Well, first they crept in and just little accessories. And I really have to credit Nate Berkus for this because he was the one that was in the mainstream that started putting gold accents in all of his design. And it was different because we hadn't seen gold for decades, right? So all of a sudden, everybody's looking for brass anything. Aged brass was the preferred choice. But honestly, recently, I just designed a master suite with Sub-Zero Wolf and Kohler. And I put in hard brass fixtures and it looked spectacular. There was a burnished gold wallpaper behind them and the burnished gold and the hard brass were beautiful together. It actually, the shine, the texture. So you're seeing everything from antique gold to really shiny brass gold. And it's just a refreshing twist. It's the mix that really makes it work. It's not that you want everything all gold, just hints of it here and there. And so we used it in the bathroom faucets and it was beautiful. Yeah, you know, I can remember the time because I, of course, was around in the 80s and 90s and seeing all the gold everywhere. But to your point, just having accents of it, it makes it a lot more interesting. And there's other colors besides gold popping up too in Trend Forward Homes. Can you address that a little bit? Yes, there is a matte black finish that is just beautiful. And we're seeing that Dan's has brought this out. They had it a couple years ago, and they brought it forward again into more contemporary lines this year. And it's you just want to touch it. It's deep black and just beautiful. And I saw it in two different kitchen faucets, the Midtown pullout and the Parma pullout faucet. And honestly, these are great options for that industrial chic, where you just want that extra touch of black in your all white kitchen because white kitchens are still way by far and away the number one color. So it adds a little bit of industrial chic to your kitchen and it's really a nice option. Makes it look a little more luxe and a little more sophisticated too. So we saw a lot of that black faucets. That's really cool. And to your point too, you mix a little gold, you got a little black, you've got some interest going on in that white kitchen. And we know color is such a low cost, high impact way to punch up a room, especially wall color. And of course, everyone was buzzing about Pantone's colors of the year, two of them, which was quite different for Pantone. What's your thought on the blue and pink? Well, I really love the blush colored. I say pink, but I mean, everybody else is calling it blush. I just did a cover for Midwest Home Magazine that has, it's all blush. And I think that is that refreshing little touch. Again, in the black and white, the blush color makes it feel a little softer. And I think we're gravitating to that. The blue, I'm, you know, blue's been around a lot. I think the pink was a nice refreshing mix. And I did see that Wilson Art brought out a collection called Retro Renovation, and they had the blue and the pink 
in kind of a retro 50s pattern. And it was really fun to see. And I could see that in a kid's room or a laundry room again, just a little touch of color that adds that whimsy or that refreshing twist. Yeah, you know, when I saw blue and pink come out, or as you say, blue and blush come out, I thought, oh, boy, those just seem so babyish. Like I would find them in a, you know, a young person's room, a child's room, an infant's room. But there's definitely some interesting, more grown-up ways that it's being used. And you mentioned before about the pink appliance, you know. KitchenAid has had pink for years. You know, pink is really synonymous with breast cancer. So I think from consumer standpoint, we've seen a lot of pink, but just never seen it to the level I think that we're probably going to see it because people do adopt these colors, don't they? They do. It'll be on a more limited basis, but especially if you paint a wall or we're seeing tons of pink accents, blush colored accents. There are a lot of them out there. I mean, I just featured some West Elm pillows. It's kind of the craze right now. These And the retailers will drive that blush color coming into the stores. So I have a feeling we're going to see this continue on for a little bit, especially for spring, right? I mean, spring is the season yeah. for blush yeah. and weddings and all of that. I think we'll see a lot of it. Yeah, it's fair. Pastel is so synonymous with spring and summer. And there, but there's other colors that continue to resonate for mainstream America, aren't there? Well, we can't deny the fact that Sharon Williams listed alabaster as the color of the year for their line. It's kind of an off white with a little bit of gray and cream in it. Mm. And it's just the rage. I mean, if you look on Pinterest or Instagram, the white everywhere, everything painted all white. And this is, it's kind of interesting to me because it was a trend in the early 90s, this all white room sort of situation. And now it's come back again. And I'm not sure if, you know, what exactly it's not, it doesn't seem tied to fashion because I'm seeing a lot more blush and colors and a lot of lace in fashion. But where is this all white, white, white situation coming from? It just feels new and fresh and it makes all the spaces feel huge so Mm -hmm. that might be the driver yeah right as you mentioned there's kind of this trend toward either going small or going really big and white certainly makes any small room feel larger and more airy you talked about white kitchens still being kind of the number one kind of kitchen people are clamoring for. You talked earlier about the Norcraft, kind of that turquoisey mint color, if you will, really popping. Kitchen cabinetry is a place where we don't want to make a mistake. You know, we think about resale value. Kitchen remodeling is still the number one place to remodel and kitchen sell homes. So we don't want to make mistakes and we really only purchase what, kitchen cabinetries maybe once or twice in a lifetime. Talk a little bit about Beyond White what you're seeing from manufacturers that you really like when it comes to kitchen cabinetry? Well, I like that master brands actually, they have a whole line, Decora, where you can actually select any color from the Sherwin-Williams paint deck. Mm. So you know how grays and whites can be, you know, just their undertone is what drives the whole room. So if you have a white that has a pink undertone or you have a white that has a yellow undertone, Sometimes it's really hard to match up colors. So you can actually select the color that works best with the rest of your environment. And then Decora has three finishes that they can brush over the top of the custom paint color. 
which gives you that unique feel. But what a great option for designers, for homeowners that don't want to change, you know, like what if you already have your whole house painted? What if you already know what your dining room, you know, that's adjacent to your kitchen is painted and you don't want to change all that? So it really gives a level of flexibility and cost savings that, you know, you can choose your own paint color. It's awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. And you can choose neutral grays. There's so many grays. Gray is great to mix with white or even charcoals, getting close to black, but maybe not black. And then you can mix those in your kitchen and all the finishes will match because the brush over finish is custom. So that's nice. Nice options for kitchen cabinetries instead of your standard white you know, that doesn't go with everything. And I do think consumers are always seeking personalization. Everything in consumerism today is about personalizing either the product or the color for your home and yourselves and your own particular taste. Before we go to break real quick, what are some other trends in kitchen design that you're watching? I am seeing, like I said, this various sizes in appliances the 24-inch Bosch kitchen I saw at KBiz. So everything is 24 inches, including laundry. To fit in those apartments, those second condo you may have as a second home, somebody starting out, they just don't have a huge space. So everything comes in 24 inches, range tops, refrigeration, everything, so that you can fit small spaces. And then on the flip side, Thermidor came out with a huge 60-inch range So that's for the ultimate cooking experience, 60 inches of cooking power. It was magnificent. And it's not for everybody, but somebody who really is baking, cooking, that chef love, they need that with full-size double ovens Mm. so that you can get the turkey and all the fixings in there. It's really, it was an amazing piece. And I don't know why somebody hasn't done it before. It had everything all in one. And that was really a nice option for somebody who's, really passionate about cooking. Mm, I love that. I would love to have seen that. I I missed that one. So I'll have to keep my eye out for that. Barbara, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about bathrooms, another major focus areas for homeowners when they look to remodel or upgrade. Bathrooms also help sell homes. So everyone stick around more from Barb Schmidt when we return after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. 
Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis, SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? I'm David Ogletree, president of WME Training. Did you know that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average? At WME Training, we can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Purse Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Rutan. Welcome back. I've been chatting today with Barb Schmidt, a nationally recognized interior designer and branding consultant with her own company, Studio B Style. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Barb's worked with many, many home brands like Caesar Stone, Hunter Douglas, Sherwin-Williams, and American Standard, and written for magazines like Midwest Home and Spaces Magazine. And we've been talking today about 2016 home trends. We were talking a lot about kitchens and pops of color and appliance sizes and all kinds of really cool things like that. But I, I want to switch gears and talk a little bit now about bathrooms. We spend a lot of time in this room, and it's still a, a very major area for remodeling investment. So, Barb, what are you seeing these days in the bathroom that's new and different? Well, at the Kitchen and Bath Show, I really saw a lot of soaker tubs, not so much the built-in it's the freestanding soaker tub. And I was really, really excited to come out with her new lineup with Kalista. She was standing there. We actually got to meet her. And she's just a famous, wonderful designer. And I choose her products all the time. She had a soaker tub there that had a rounded ends on it so that you could actually put the faucet in the middle or on the ends. And it was a, almost like a two-person tub, if you will. And it was beautiful and comfortable. That's another thing. The square tubs, they're great. They look great, but they're not as comfortable to really soak in. And I think she really took that into consideration. And that was so much fun to see that. But I saw them in every booth, soaking, freestanding tubs. So I think we're moving away from the you know built-in jetted situation for the moment, more for the serene, quiet soaking tub. And then I saw something that was really exciting American Standard came out with a line of faucets that were 3D printed. They used mm. 3D printing to actually design them. They made the molds in 3D printers, and they were amazing. Um, there were three of them at the show. They're going to be out for sale in the next year. They are very unique because the water runs up different. It doesn't come up the middle like a normal faucet. It comes up strands on the outside, and mm. you can actually see through the faucet. And they were able to do that because they had this 3D technology. So I think we're going to see a lot more 3D design coming out in the next years because it makes it easy for the designer to actually work with this mold and see how it actually is going to function. And it adds functionality to every product because they can actually build it like this first and it doesn't cost so much because to actually bring product to market is quite costly. So that was really interesting to see and I am really happy that they took the step 
to try this and it worked. So they have three new faucets coming out and it's pretty exciting. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see it. And you know, I've seen more and more about 3D printing and kind of the innovation around that and how it can bring innovation to market much quicker. But from a designer standpoint, you're right. I mean, it does allow you to kind of tweak things on the fly because you haven't invested as much and the timeline is shorter. And I would imagine that you're able to troubleshoot much quicker and innovate much faster as a result. So I can't wait to see those three faucets from American Standard. At the top of the show, you talked a little bit about windows and doors. And we don't, as consumers, I don't think a lot about windows and doors and the impact that they can make on the functionality, design, look and feel of our homes. And I know you work a lot with Marvin Windows. They innovate a ton, I know, having worked in that industry for a very long time. Talk a little bit about what you see when it comes to windows and doors and maybe even specifically to to what Marvin's coming out with. Yeah, at the show, Marvin had a door that I stood next to, and I believe it was 12 feet by 24 feet. It was a collapsible door that was just enormous. Mm -hmm. And I think the point is not everyone's going to go that large, but you can go that large. And it does fully collapse into a wall. And there are screens that you can order that will come with it because that's one thing, you know, up on the shores of lakes and things, we need screens. And that was one of the things that some of the other brands didn't have. So this has a full screen system if you need that. If you don't, that you can Mm -hmm. not have it, and that's great. But I see Marvin constantly innovating, and this was one thing that they really, I mean, it's spectacular, and it takes a lot of know-how to make a space not only that large, but move. It actually moves quite easily into the wall. So we were kind of playing around with that at the show, and that was really exciting. And then... The other brand that Marvin has is Integrity, and they came out with a new bronze finish. See, here's this finish thing again. Mm -hmm. A darker finish for their threshold for their new patio doors. So I think the market is listening to, you know, walls of glass and finishes, even in the window arena. There was one other company I swung by through, and that was Jeldwin, and they came out with a barn door that was completely all in one package. So you can go to your big box store and buy barn door enclosures for like a closet or for a space, say, that doesn't have room for a full door. Things like that, it's just exciting to see that they are really trying to help out homeowners have the experience in the home that they really want and need and coming up with solutions for that. It was fun to see those. I saw that big, big Marvin door when I was at Cabus as well, and it is quite remarkable. It's beautiful. And barn doors are something that we're seeing more and more of, and it is it adds a little bit of character to the room as well, which, again, I think people are really clamoring for. Barb, before we go, brands in general are hoping to reach female homeowners because we know that women make more than 85% of all the purchase decisions for the home. And you work a lot with brands to make sure that they're positioned to really attract that female homeowner. Talk a little bit about some of the must-dos that you think brands need to be doing to show up in the right places for those female homeowners to really take notice. Well, you know, honestly, you just can't deny that it's a photo-driven world now. I mean, Pinterest, Instagram. So each medium has their sort of target market. Instagram and Pinterest, a lot of millennials are there and some Gen Xers. I mean, it's not clean, but 
you know, by far and away, millennial women and Gen X women like Pinterest and, and Instagram, Gen X women and boomers like Facebook and House as well. But all of those are driven by photos. And they're driven by photos that are understandable, that there's actually products listed because everybody's looking for resources. Women love to share resources. Where did you get that cool new wallpaper? Where did you get that great appliance? You know, we're all looking for options to build that dream space that we have. And we're looking for new and innovative solutions for some of the home issues that we have, whether it be for families or empty nesters. So looking at how you're photographing your products and what venue they're appearing on really makes a big, big difference. And starting those conversations and having them with designers. Sometimes the designers cross and talk to each other. And that's what happened at the Kitchen and Bath Show and the International Builder Show. We're all sharing and talking about what exciting new things are coming. And it isn't always just new things. It's just what works and what helps us in the quality of our lifestyle. Right. And to your point, even years ago, people would, homeowners would be thinking about their next remodel and they would be cutting out or ripping out pages of, you know, whatever beautiful photos they found in home magazines because they wanted their homes to look like to look like that. Now, to your point, they're going on Pinterest and Hal's and other online platforms to do the same, but central to both of those approaches is the imagery and that's really what gets us excited when we're thinking about remodeling or building. It's what really drives a lot of our decision making and so it's something I know you put a lot of your own time into to make sure that those rooms are propped and styled just the right way in order to really create that brand story I know your clients really want. Well, thank you. Yeah, I love looking at who the brand's trying to reach and then formulating the space for that. In some cases, we'll actually build the entire space. In some cases, we'll go somewhere and then tweak it out so that it's the right message for that homeowner. We're always trying to reach someone who actually needs it and is passionate about that brand. So it's fun. It's fun to also mix brands together. A lot of times we're doing cross branding. So we're matching like say Marvin windows and sub zero together Mm -hmm. because they have the same target market and working on bigger promotions and bigger projects with two or three brands even. So Mm -hmm. it's a, it's an exciting time and it's fun. And I'm in LA right now shooting for a lot of clients so <laughs> yeah you keep busy that's for sure yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and it's, it's due in large part because all the great work that you do I do want to encourage everyone to go to your site Studio B Style studiobstyle.com to see more of your great work and learn more about you Barb thanks so much for being on the show today thank you so much Maria I really had a great time yeah, very fun and thanks to my producer George and please join me right here next week for another edition of Purse Strings 3 o'clock Eastern time. Until then, make it a great one. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.